What is going on, everybody? The Philadelphia 76ers take down the Chicago Bulls by a final score of 112 to 105. The Sixers move to 20 and 10 on the season. They get their second straight win without Ben Simmons, who was out with a stomach bug again. Um, this game was closer than it probably should have, but you know, I usually do my post-game pod. Post game vid, and that's too long, man. I, I just had to come on here and just start talking, man. Um, you guys know what to do hit the like and subscribe, hit the notification bell. I just took the AI jersey off. Shout out to the AI jersey, man. 13 1 on a season with that thing. Um, we get another win at home, and I, I just I'm kind of mesmerized right now. I'm kind of speechless based off what I just saw. Um, I, I, I'm speechless, man. Look, follow me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You guys know what to do. Uh, share this out. Do whatever you have to. Um, thought I'd switch it up tonight and come on with a live stream for a little bit. If you are going to watch this the second time around, you know, hit that like button, subscribe. Be sure to stay up to date. We do play-by-plays during the games. We do post-games. We do a bunch of stuff. But, um, I mean, there. I, I just got to talk about this for a little bit. <clears throat> um, Joel Embiid is playing at an absurd level that I don't think I've ever seen from a center. I really don't. This is unbelievable what we saw tonight from Joel Embiid. Where do we even start? I mean, the first guy to put up 50 points in a Sixers uniform since 2005, Allen Iverson. I mean, we're talking about Joel Embiid up there. We're talking about Embiid in that category. It, tonight was unbelievable. I mean, Ed, talk about putting a team on your back. I'm talking about absolutely just shouldering the, the brunt of this team tonight. Now, Tobias Harris, you know, Tobias Harris showed up in the fourth quarter, did what he had to do, gave Joel a couple plays off. Joel Embiid, um, Matisse Thibel, right, played great defense on Zach Levine, and we'll talk about that. But there's just not – like. We have to talk about this. I mean, 50 points, 17 rebounds, five assists, two steals, and four blocks for a seven-foot man who's 280 pounds, and he's pulling up off the dribble. He's driving to the basket. He's bringing the ball up the floor. He is knocking down shots, and on the other end, he's saying, this is my paint. I mean, it's all... It's almost just unbelievable at this point. Shout out to Joel Embiid being named an all-star starter. Um, he should have been the captain. And I just feel like at this point, I'm really glad that this game was on ESPN. I'm glad that this was all over the national airwaves to see this kind of performance, whether you're from here or there or wherever you're from, just to see this performance. It is, I mean... 17 for 26 from the field, 15 for 17 from the line. I mean, where at, at what point do we think that this is the peak and beat? Is this the peak and beat? Like, is this the guy that is going to take us to a championship this year? Like, if we have if we make a couple tweaks, 
And we put the right talent around Joel Embiid. I mean, is this the best version we're going to get of Embiid? We need him to stay healthy. We need him to stay in shape. We need him to play games. As long as he plays enough games to be in contention, there's no reason why Joel Embiid is not the MVP of this league right now. I, I don't think I've ever seen a center play at this caliber. I, I'm sorry. I, it's kind of, I'm like at a loss of words. Like, I mean, there, there's two plays that stick out in my mind from this game. Number one is Joel Embiid bringing the ball the length of the court, going with a full Euro step. I think it was on Wendell Carter Jr., and laying it in. I mean, the fact that your big man can do that, it's crazy. And Doc has implemented the scheme to play around Joel. And Joel, I mean, he's going through three defenders. He's going through four defenders at one point. And he just doesn't give up. And I think it's time that no matter if you're a Sixers fan, a Bulls fan, a Lakers, it doesn't matter who you are. It's time to put respect on Joel Embiid's name. Because this man is earning it every single night. He's almost averaging 30 in his sleep. I, I just have never seen a performance like this. Ben Simmons doesn't play this game. You're down one of your men. Toby's quiet. It felt like he had, I think, like nine points or something in the first half or something. And, and he it was just quiet, though. Like, it didn't even feel like Tobias was making an impact. Danny Green, it, I mean, it ended up, he ended up hitting four threes, but overall, this was not like a Danny Green night where he was just knocking down one after the other. He did end up with four threes, so I'll give him credit. Seth Curry went two for 11. The bench looks absolutely terrible again. There was one man that willed us to this win. I'd said in my live stream at the end of the third quarter, we had to get Joel Embiid back in this game. We had the bench guys in. It was a weird lineup we were running, and they just let the Bulls come right back in. And at one point, it got so bad in the early fourth quarter. I mean, we give up an easy bucket. And then Tyrese Maxey it is inbounding it for some reason to Dwight Howard at the free throw line. Like, Dwight isn't even up. He does a little soft inbound pass, and Ryan Archidiakono, out of anybody. Look, I'm a huge Nova fan. I love Archie, but really, Ryan Archidiakono? We got Thaddeus Young looking like an all-star. But Ryan Archidiakono, he comes all the way down the floor, takes the ball, lays it in, and one. The Bulls take the lead, and we're thinking, well, here we go. Another heart attack. Another nightmare, right? Another one. Like. Down to the wire. Here we go. <laughs> and it was just, we bring Joel and Toby back in with eight and a half to go. It's going back and forth. I said, run every possession through Joel and B. Run every possession through. And we did until we couldn't. There was one play where Joe tried to go up on four Chicago Bulls. He got blocked subsequently. But other than that, it was just alternate. It turned into the Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris show, back to back, and mainly Joel Embiid. And then the other play, the dagger, hitting the step back off the dribble. We were up by two, and Matisse Thibel, oh, shout out to Matisse, we'll talk about him in a second, all over Zach Levine. The ball goes off Levine's leg. They look at it on the review board, and they give it to the Sixers. And Joel Embiid. 
after a couple more buckets, putting the dagger. I'm talking about fading from the baseline, a deep two on Thaddeus Young and another Chicago Bull that came over to help and then beat off the dribble, putting the nail in the coffin. I've never seen a seven-foot man be able to do what I'm seeing Joel Embiid do right now. It's, I mean, wow. Shout out to my man, Aaron Cabbage, coming in with a $5 super chat. Appreciate it, my guy. Says, earlier this year, I asked you if you thought Embiid could take us on a Dirk-esque run and win the finals. You said no. What's your thoughts about that now? Um, I don't ex- remember if I exactly said no. I, I think I said I wanted to see how this team transformed first. But let me tell you, Aaron, um, do I think Embiid, I think we need more help off the bench. I think if Ben... That was probably a big contributing factor. Why? Like Ben Simmons has to stay consistent. He has to stay aggressive when he's playing and he has to play. And Toby, if Toby can keep doing this, but it's really about the shooting. That is what it comes down to. Can Seth Curry and Danny Green hit consistent threes in the playoffs? And can the bench contribute for a couple minutes when you're in the playoffs and you're playing 40 plus minutes? Those few minutes you come out is Dwight Howard. Are we going to see the Dwight we saw tonight? I thought he played pretty well. Eight points, 10 rebounds. We saw Dwight last game as well. But other than that, he's been inconsistent. Are we going to get uh, another bench scorer? Because Shake Milton being out, our bench has been absolutely exposed. Corkmaz can't really play. Maxi went three for 11 tonight. We need other bench pieces. So can Embiid be the leader on a championship team and takes on that run? Absolutely he can. We're going to need some more help. And a lot of teams are going to need help at the deadline. But the East is wide open. Joel Embiid is playing the best brand of basketball in the entire NBA. And you know what, man? At this point, yes. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. My gosh. Um, and even when Joel Embiid isn't hitting the shots, I mean, he's getting to the line. Like I said, 17 trips and knocks down 15. It's crazy, man. Joel Embiid, the, the performance we saw tonight, I, I just don't think anybody can take this for granted. Um, years down the road, when we look back, it's like, some people even take a 30-point game for granted anymore, a 25-point game. This guy does it in his sleep. And I know it was the Chicago Bulls. We shouldn't be in this game. But the man literally had no help. He had no help at all tonight. And he willed us by himself. And that is what an MVP does. That is what an MVP does. I can go on and on about it, but he's just sensational, bro. He's just absolutely sensational. The Sixers and the Bulls shot terrible tonight. Sixers shot 33% from behind the arc. Bulls shot 22%. At one point, I think the Bulls were shooting 14% and we were shooting 22%. Like, it was not a shooting night. Um, Zach Levine was off and Matisse Thibel clamped him up. Sixers turned the ball over 15 times, but we were aggressive on the glass. And Joel Embiid, there was even one possession where the Sixers missed five straight shots. They missed five shots in a row. And then what happens? Embiid comes, gets fouled, and goes to the line. It's just the little things. It's just the little things sometimes, man. And right now, Joel Embiid is at his peak. I think he's at his peak. I think you do whatever you need to do because this brand of basketball, I mean, 
as long as Embiid is pretty much healthy, this is this is the I mean, this is the version of Embiid we've wanted, right? Sitting out two years in the league when we drafted him, and he's had he's shown flashes in the pan, but I don't think we've ever seen it at this level. And and it's unreal, man. And that step back dagger. I mean, that was just, that was just not, I mean, I tweeted out, I don't even think it beats human. I don't think that is fair for a center to be able to do that. It like We knew what they were doing. They just kept attacking us and he just kept putting it in. Matisse Steibel, you might look at the box. There will be box score warriors, you know, people that don't watch the games. And they'll say Matisse went one for three in 37 minutes. He didn't do anything. But guess what? Matisse Thibel had a steal three blocks. And although Zach Levine had 30 points in this game, he went nine for 28 from the field, two for 10 from deep. You know why? Because Matisse Thibel was all over him. I talked about it in a pregame. There was a story from high school where uh, Matisse Thibel got called up to play against Zach Levine, clamped him up last year in his rookie season clamped him up again and I said can Matisse do it for the third time in a row and what does he do he comes out and clamps up Zach Levine Matisse is special man if he develops a jump shot he can be a future starter for this team over Danny Green he really can he really can that's just my opinion now I think I think Matisse Thibel can be that good and I think he, being 22 years old he has a long way to go and develop and it's it's just not fair sometimes having guys of this caliber, all right? Matisse Thibel had so much impact on this game because if you don't have a caliber player like Matisse Thibel, right? Ben Simmons is out. We might not win this game. We probably don't. But Zach Levine was rattled all night. Now, I did think the Sixers early on, we were doing a good job defending the perimeter, but the Bulls were also missing shots, right? They were also missing wide open looks and our defense still has to step up. I feel like sometimes we get complacent, but man, we stepped up when we needed to in the fourth quarter. Um, we just came out on fire. Um, and it, and it went from Embiid to Toby back and forth, back and forth. Um, and it was close every single quarter. It came more down to a defensive game, but I mean, we, we just have special play. And like I said, Tobias Harris quiet, Throughout the game, I'm like, is this guy even playing? He's not being aggressive. And in the fourth, he takes the reins with Joel Embiid, finishes with 22 points, 12 rebounds, seven assists. We have guys, and I feel like they have all bought into the system and the chemistry, and that's one thing that this team has. They have the chemistry late in games to pull out tough wins like this. They do. Shout out to my man, Aaron Cabbage, coming in with another $5 super chat. He says, I'm only 21, so I don't remember AI at his best. So watching a Sixer, this good is surreal. I hear you. I feel you. Um, AI was special. And, and we. this is another version of that special. This is another version, except the guy is seven feet tall. And in a day where shooting the basketball is the main priority, that is the main dynamic. And beat is completely shifting the landscape. Because they're saying a seven-foot man can do this. Joel Embiid didn't even start playing basketball till he was like 16 or 17 years old. And that's the scary thing. Look, I don't know how much longer Joel Embiid is going to have in this league. I know his body isn't as durable as we would like it. But right now, we are in the mode where we have to get this man every single thing that we can to contend. That's how I feel. 
You can't have Seth Curry one night going for 25 and the next night he goes two for 11 from the field. You can't have Danny Green once every six nights hitting four threes. You know, we have to we have to hone in and, and get the pieces that we need. Um, overall, Wendell Carter started out this game with eight points right away. I thought Embiid and Carter were going to go at each other all game. Carter slowed down and Embiid just never stopped. He, I mean... It beat at 30 early on in the in the third quarter. That Eurostep play I told you about was unreal. Let me pull up the uh halftime stats. Yeah, both teams were just shooting abysmal, but the Sixers just kept banging it out on the glass, and Joel B just kept carrying us all the way. And you can just see the impact every time he goes to the bench versus every time he comes back on the floor. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. What's going on, Keith? Says Thibel is a great defender, no doubt. He's he's ahead of his years. I think he is. I think he is. And in terms of Doc Rivers, I thought again there were a few wonky lineups, but overall, um, I like how Doc calls timeout, especially when we're playing sloppy, especially when we get out of our groove. Doc calls a timeout and gets these boys back in check. He gets them back in check, and I, I just love. I feel like it was so easy all along the design of having Joel Embiid be the center point of this offense. And, and we never did it. We never did it, but I don't know. I, I just really wanted to come on here and say how special this man Joel Embiid is. And now I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad it was on national TV. So hopefully other people will start to see this. They love to hate on Philly. They love to hate on Joel. Um, but there's just no more hating you can do. I mean, he's that good. He's that good. If he picks up his offense, he's 100% a starter. Terrence says, and B greater than Alojuan. Yo, I mean, if he's doing things that AI did, I mean, he's doing Charles Barkley type things. Um, he's just so talented. He's just, he's just the first breed of something that is like unforeseen. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. Barn, what's going on, my guy? <laughs> Max, a Brett Brown hater says, we're not losing to AT, bro. At worst, we're a second round exit. Yeah, Joel's just going to, Joel's just going to take us the length. I mean, there it's just, you can't stop him. How do you stop him? You throw three men at him, guess what? We have a shooter wide open. You throw three men at him, Joel can even muscle his way through and get to the basket. What we saw tonight was absolutely remarkable. Sixers shot 80% from the line. Bull shot 100% from the line. There were a couple ticky-tack fouls, whether it was on Dwight Howard, Joel Embiid, um, Tobias Harris. Toby had four fouls. There were a couple fouls that, you know, the refs stink. But, I mean, this team just willed our way. Like, when you look at the young town of the Bulls and you look at the way the Sixers played this game, it, like, it was just back and forth. We never really let them... We, really, we never let them take a big lead, but we never put them out of it either. Um, and just for Joel Embiid to play the way he did, it's it's surreal. Our largest lead was 10 points. Sixers had 52 points in the paint. I would love to know how many points Joel Embiid had out of those 52. 
Again, it's a, it's another gritty win. It's another gritty win. Sixers front office needs to build around Embiid now. Look, at this point, man, like I said, I think that Joel Embiid is the MVP of the league right now. It, it, as long as he plays enough games to qualify, he should be the MVP. Um, as long as this keeps up. It's just, it's mesmerizing. And, and I don't want people to take this for granted. I don't, I want to do whatever it takes to be in title contention this year. I don't know what exactly it might be. I have my ideas. I don't know exactly what it is, but we cannot waste this version, man. We can't waste this version of Embiid. Now, there's definitely some concerns to talk about with the bench. Like I said, Maxi three for 11. He, he doesn't look like he has it anymore. Isaiah Joe only got six minutes of run this game. Um, went 0 for 2. Furk on Korkmaz. I am out on Furk on Korkmaz. You guys know that by now. Um, I, I just feel like as soon as Cork, I feel like this bench was rolling early on in the year and Korkmaz went down. And as soon as he came back and Tyrese Maxey and Furk on Korkmaz got their minutes stripped, I feel like everything, our benches started to go down in production. I feel like our benches started to go down in production. We obviously miss Shake Milton. We need him back, but we are going to need more. We're going to need more. Dwight Howard, I, I still think we're going to need another backup center. Mike Scott played nine minutes this game, did absolutely nothing. His only stat was a rebound and a personal foul. I mean, it's just Mike Scott is not going to – like, I feel like right now – and excuse me if my voice is a little raspy. I just – called the whole game for three hours, but I feel like only like people in Philly have to wake up a little bit and we have to realize that if we get quality bench players and not Furk on esque players, I feel like in Philadelphia is the only place where people think Furk on is a good bench player. No, no, he's not good. We need scoring. We need vets and experience and role players that know their role off the bench. That's what we need. And if we do that, this East is wide open. All right, the Bucks stink. The Raptors stink. The Celtics stink right now. The Nets are the only ones we have to worry about. And we're going to see who upgrades their team at the deadline. The Nets, I don't know what they're going to be able to do based on their flexibility of their cap. But I know the Sixers, I know Daryl Morey's on those phones, right? I know Daryl Morey is calling up other GMs. I know he's thinking to himself, right? Remember what he said at the beginning of the season? Well, we have our pieces, and if we use them at the right time, well, we're gonna use them on the right, right guys. We're gonna make the right moves. And that's why I think we're that's what I think we're gonna do. Shout out to uh Tiki Sponge coming in with the two dollar super chat. Says bench was strong when Cork Maz was out for weeks. Thank you. Exactly. I'm, I, I thank you. I, I don't want to believe I'm the only one seeing that when he was out. And look, it's not like I hate Furkan Korkmaz. I just hate his role with this team. The guy can't dribble a basketball. So why do you continuously put it in his hands? I wonder the same thing about Danny Green. Why does Danny Green get the ball and, and he comes around screens? Like, why? 
These two are spot-up shooters. Spot-up shooters. They're not point guards. So why do they have the ball? Tyrese Maxey is a point guard. Now, he doesn't even look as confident as before, and it's really irking me because I saw the potential in him. I know it wasn't just a flash in the pan. I just don't know. I know this bench misses Shake Milton. I didn't think it was to this impact, but, man, we need another scorer. We're probably going to need a stretch, and we're probably going to need another big man coming off the bench. I saw AI many times, and B dominates, controls games more than AI ever could. I've Look, being seven feet tall, you can do so much more. And honestly, I just don't know how you plan for the guy. I feel like, and let me know what you guys think if you agree. I feel like when a guy dominates on your own team, you almost, it's not like you don't recognize it, but you almost get like used to it because you see it every night. But when, when someone else comes in and, and they play and you see them once every however much they're on TV, you're like, wow, that was a performance. And I feel like if you just take a step back and look at some of these performances, it's like, like this guy is going absolutely berserk. He's going absolutely bananas right now. He's averaging 30 in his sleep. In his sleep. I don't know. That's just how I feel. I made a video um, the other day about backup point guards that we should get. You guys should definitely check that out. I'm going to be making videos about potential shooters we can get, potential centers we can get. But I, I really don't think we're far off in this Eastern Conference. I don't. I originally said, if you guys remember at the beginning of the season, I had us at 46 wins. And I said, this isn't a must-win year. This is more of a destination year. Like, build your identity take a huge chunk, a huge step forward, and get ready to win next year. But with how Embiid is playing, with how this system is designed, and how guys like Tobias Harris are this consistent, I asked Tobias to be an 18-point-a-game type of guy. Tobias Harris is averaging, I mean, he's putting up 22, 24, 26. Doc has unlocked the best versions of these players, and I just think... The one thing that separates this team is chemistry. We have chemistry like others don't. Embiid, dribble, dribble. He sees the guys coming. Bang. He trusts his shooters. Ben Simmons driving, kicks it out to the corner. Bang. It's everything's fluid. Remember last year? All we talked about was how guys were just slow and stale. And I saw parts of it tonight. I seen parts of it. But overall, as an overall product, we just play a better brand of basketball. We have our identity. Teams know what we're going to do. And like Doc Rivers said before, he we're just going to keep feeding Joe until they can stop it somehow. And when they do, which is probably bringing over another defender, we're just going to kick it out for three. That's really what we do. We keep it simple, man. We keep it simple. Yeah, Doc Rivers coaching Team Durant. Shout out to him. He didn't even want to coach. He said it in the pregame. He was like, uh, he was like, I don't even want to go to the All-Star game, but he did, and we won. So I'm happy, and we're 20-10. and 10. You take into account the couple games where we didn't have any players. This could be a team that's like 24-6 and six right now. Like we are, we are dominant, man, and it's time for people to wake up. But like I said at the beginning of the season, I don't care. I don't care. Let us have no media attention. I think that'll do us better. 
I think that'll do us better. Shout out to uh, my guy, Legendary Boars, coming in with a $3 super chat. Appreciate it, man. This is unpopular opinion. I'm not a fan of Danny Green. Well, Legendary, I don't know if you've been watching my stuff, my play-by-plays and stuff. I, I would say it's a popular opinion. I have this thing where I say it's either an I love Danny Green night or an I hate Danny Green night. It Every night almost feels like an I hate Danny Green night. And I understand his inconsistency in shooting because he's always been like that, right? He's had a couple great years. He's had a couple bad years. And last year he was getting made fun of all that in the third, right? We got Danny Green because we got Al Horford's contract out of here. But what has hurt me the most, and let me know if you agree, is the defense. This guy has been, you know, he's been noted as a, a great perimeter defender in his career. He's played with greats. It seems like everywhere this guy goes, the team goes far in the playoffs. But his defense is just piss poor, man. It's just ugly. I feel like he knows how to play defense, but he's just too slow and he runs like a snail. I don't know, man. I'm just not that confident with Danny Green and Seth Curry um, in a seven-game series every night to shoot the way we know they can shoot. But that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Let's see. Barm says the bench was so much better when Furkan was out. I agree. I, I think the same way. I think the same way. Joel played stellar inside D because the Bulls don't have a quality big to lob it to. Yeah. Wendell Carter was off to a quick start, but I feel like Embiid, honestly, and not to knock Embiid or anything, he just takes possessions off on defense, and when he really needs to step up, he does. That's how I feel. Levine would be great on the team. He's a liability on defense. Yeah, he. but our system of defense makes guys look better than they are, in my opinion. In my opinion. Philly Fresh, what's going on, says Yoda. MVP, Embiid MVP, no debate. There is no debate anymore. These are MVP performances like we've seen tonight. And he just does it every game. All that knock about how he's not in shape, how he's banged up, I get it. People were knocking... People the other day were knocking on my videos, his back and this and that. He'll never be able to play uh, throughout the season. He's, I mean, then he puts up 50. He puts up 50. Crazy. Philly Fresh is 130 in a chat, 65 likes. Yo, get this to 100 likes right now, man. Look, we usually do post-game pods, videos, but I felt like we should come on here. We got 140 in a chat. I felt like we should talk about this, man. Um... Because I, I'm, there's just, it's getting to a point where this Sixers team doesn't need to figure out their identity anymore. Remember I said the first like third of the season, first 20 games or so, it's like, who are we? Doc came in and in a week, he changed who we were. And, and we know who we are now. It's crazy. Crazy. There's still things we got to work on. We're not championship level right now today. We still got to get some pieces. We got to... You know, figure a couple things out, especially on defense. I thought tonight was great in terms of the pick and roll defense. There were a couple open threes, but overall we were playing tight. The the Chicago Bulls started to ramp it up on us well, and I thought we started to take care of the ball better. Still some turnovers we got to work on, but. <sighs> we just need another three-point shooter. Yeah, we're going to need at least one or two. You remember last year? 
how we got Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson a third for three second rounders. If you saw my vid the other day, I was saying a potential package could be Wayne Ellington and DeLon Wright from the Pistons. That would be that would be an all right package to me. Or you get a guy that Doc knows like a little will. Or you go out and get one of these snipers or these ball handlers, whatever you want, man. Philly Kid 11 says Dwight literally pushed someone with both hands, seeing them flying in the air, then got called for the foul, complained to the refs, and pretended like he didn't know what he did. Dwight Howard will give you a first quarter foul every single game. Every game. Comes right in, casually throws a man to the ground, and does what he has to do. Just had to be consistent and not lose games to Portland. Jamal Murray dropped 50 tonight with no free throws. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. I don't know who else was playing for the Nuggets. I don't know who they were playing, but I mean, Joel Embiid had, uh, what did he have, 25 in the first half? Let me see. Um, yeah, Embiid had 25 in the first half. The Sixers were shooting four for 14 from three, and no other player was in double digits for the Sixers. Isn't that crazy? And we were still winning the game. We were still winning the game. Nitro, what's going on? Embiid is the Sixers. He is. He's the face of this franchise. In my opinion right now, Embiid is the face of Philadelphia sports. Yeah, that's right. I said it. I don't care. He's the face of Philadelphia sports right now. I mean, what we're seeing us do at the clip he's doing it at is unbelievable. Every time I see him play, I never have faith in him. Yeah, Korkmaz, right? And and I don't hate Korkmaz, but we have to realize that the man was a first-round pick. It is time. We let TLC go. Look, all these other Sixers, they go around to other teams and they're fine. Furkan will find a spot in like Memphis or something, right? TLC can hit shots for Brooklyn. Thaddeus Young looked like an all-star tonight. Who else? I mean, name a player. They look fine, but it's not going to happen here. It's just not. And I don't trust a man that can go 0 for 5 for two straight games and then come out here and hit a 3 or 2 and then one game will have seven threes. You know what I mean? Like, we need consistency. When Danny isn't hitting shots, he shouldn't be out there. Same with Furkan. Matisse has intangibles. Absolutely agree. And I've been saying this since last year. I don't want to include Matisse in a trade package, if all if all be the way that we can get it done. I don't want to include Matisse. I think he's that good, and he is 22 or 23. If he develops a jump shot, I know we we've you know we have a similar case of that. But Matisse plays different. He's a spot-up shooter. He's a 3-and-D guy. And he can even dribble to the rack when you need him to. But he has this, and he has this. He has vision. He sees plays three seconds before they happen. It's crazy. I don't want George Hill. I actually think George Hill would be a perfect piece for this bench. Just my opinion, though. Um, because I think we need a vet that understands the identity and needs and knows his role coming off the bench. Guys, just going to give you 10 points, 5 assists and do his thing next to Shake Milton. I think George Hill, if healthy, would be a good bench piece. But I wouldn't give up too much for him. (laughs) 
What's up? Just got done with my vid, and B was incredible. It was no doubt the MVP put the team on his back, and we got the win. Yeah, it, it starts. It's time not just for us, but whether you know, maybe ESPN will start off with this headline tomorrow. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But you know what, man? There's just no doubt anymore. Like right now, the way he is playing, and people people don't even have him second on their list. They have him third and fourth. No, no. I don't care who he was playing. He single-handedly carried us today. Levine would be perfect for Philly. Yeah. Uh, they were saying don't even let Levine leave Philly, but it would take a lot to get him. It's crazy how that man had 30 points um, pretty much because of his free throws. Bulls have some nice young talent. Um, shout out to them. They had what? Archie with 10 off the bench. I mean, Archie Diakonow, he's one of my favorite college players ever. But with 10 off the bench, Sadoransky with 10 throwing one down, Thad Young with 12. Come on, man. And you know who those most of those were scored on was Furkan. Because like I said, when Furkan isn't hitting threes, what does the man do for your team? What does he do for your team? I don't want to give up Green because of his role and experience. Obviously, I don't want up give up Curry. I hear you. I'm not saying I would trade Danny Green, but he would not get a lot of minutes. He would have to come off the bench for me. Um, I'm out on him starting. I really am. If he could hold up his end on the defensive side, I, I mean, I would say, okay, but he can't even do that anymore. But you're right. Like It seems like everywhere this guy goes, you know, teams win. And right now we're winning. Orchard, happy birthday to your mom, man. And B dropped 50 with a lingering back injury from carrying a Sixers. That's what I'm saying. And and had no, pretty much no help until Toby stepped up in the fourth and Batiste on the defensive side. I'm sorry. It's just, uh, it's just surreal. We're going to look at this guy. We're going to look at this year, years down the road and say, wow. And we better win something out of this because it's just not fair if we don't. If we go and we lose in the first or second round, no, that's not fair. I wouldn't even blame Embiid for wanting to be out of here if that even happened. I don't think it's going to happen, but that, let's just say it did. No. You you have a guy that takes his level from one set of standards to this year, you got you got to go far in the playoffs. Daniel says, when does Shea come back? He should be coming back soon. I think he's going to come back next game against the Raptors. Sorry, I was watching the game on net and couldn't join the play-by-play. -play. It's all good, my guy. All good. I think the Rockets are playing well to move out Oladipo, but that would be fire to see him on the squad. Yeah, as long as he stays healthy. You know, but yeah, we'll read a few more. We'll get out of here. I just wanted to come on here. Something a little different tonight instead of a vid, do a nice stream. Um, Twenty-one on the Sixers living in Philly. You can't stop them. Just watch this video. Exactly. You can't stop them, man. We got ninety-six likes in the chat, guys. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Shout out to everybody. Whether you watch my play-by-plays, my uh, streams, my videos. Tonight was special. Tonight was one of the best performances I've seen. I mean, I think it like after collecting my thoughts, I'm still like amazed by what I saw. 
I might have to go back and watch this game tomorrow just because I was that amazed by the body of work. And B, let's go 50. Yeah, crazy. Get rid of Furcon and Scott. They dropped two points total. Yeah, Mike Scott's best category was a one personal foul and one rebound. And Furcon Korkmaz, he's just been inconsistent for like five games now. I'm just tired of it. We need better bench players, and I trust Daryl to pull the trigger. Yeah, he will. He will. He's a guy that likes to fire. He likes to swing big. I don't have any, I don't have any doubts about it. Matisse is a future all-star. I agree. Untouchable. Better than Rocco. I, oh, I don't know who you're talking about, but anybody's better than Rocco, except Furcon, maybe. At least Covington could play defense. B's the MVP. What's 24-7? My son just sent me a screenshot of people saying trade Ben and calling Ben. I don't know, man. Better than Giannis? Yes. Yes. His his impact is unreal. In terms of easy acquisitions, how sick would it be to get Archie back from them? Man, that's my guy. I would love him. Little TJ McConnell-esque kind of play today. Crazy. Ferg misses his last, but he'll dunk on you. Yeah, right. He'll dunk on me once every 42 games. Sixers have a hot Raptors team back to back. Let's go. We got to we gotta make a statement, man. Keep winning these games. We got to take care of our business. Patty, what's good? What's good? But yeah, it was fun up on here tonight. Would you give up Maxi, future one, and Scott to get us Levine? Yeah, but I don't think that would... uh. I don't think that would get him. They're going to ask for a lot for him, to be honest. Two-game series against the Raptors. They just beat the Bucs twice, but I think we got enough to win both if Simmons is back. Well, the Bucs are kind of in a funk right now, to be honest. Um, I think we can beat anybody. Are you going to do a post-game vid? Well, this is in place of a post-game vid. Instead of going through the whole video process, we just came up on here and uh, and did a nice little stream. So hopefully people can watch this the second time around as well. Um, yeah, and hopefully Ben gets all right too. Hopefully he gets healthy. We're going to need him. Uh, but tonight was the most special performance I've seen in a long time. Embiid has put it all together this season as everything from his diet, his mentality, his will to win. I think everything's added up and now he has a coach he believes in. Now he has a system where everything revolves around him and you can just see the decisiveness. You can see how fast things go in this offense. Like it just clicked. It just clicked. But all right, everybody, appreciate you guys for coming on here. If you have not yet, smash that little like button. It helps out tremendously. We're also on a road to 10K subs. You guys were the best, man. Instead of a vid, came on here and uh, did a little stream tonight, did a play-by-play. -play. Time to rest, man. But 
I encourage you to go back and watch the highlights again. Just watch how dynamic this man is. What a performance. 50 bomb from Embiid, 17 boards. Sixers get the win, 112 to 105. Whether you're watching this the first time or the second time, hit that like and subscribe. Sixers 20 and 10 on the season. And uh, Joel Embiid is the MVP. I'll leave you with that. Have a good night, everyone. Catch you on the next one. Peace.